Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Okay, Bradley, when you were gone over the holidays, uh, I had an occasion where I finally made up my mind about my feelings about a big box retailer that has recently gone under some renovations who shall remain nameless. Okay. Uh, And I have... I got confirmation from others that they felt similarly. Oh, okay. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But I saw a friend of mine on Facebook yesterday sum it up in the most fantastic way. And I'm going to share it with you, okay? okay. Yeah. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Why are you pointing a knife oh, at Oh, I me, didn't though? mean to. It was just next to me. And I was, oh my God. you know, okay. it's plastic. It, you know, sorry. Okay, so it starts like this. This person says they went to this big box retailer. They needed three things. Okay, here's the list. The three things included pop or soda, as the other people in the world call it. Uh, There were cases on sale. How exciting, right? Always a good day. Yep, so that's the first thing. Okay. Uh, Green peppers. Mm. Okay. Maybe make some stuffed peppers. Who knows? Okay. And... Over-the-counter heartburn pills, probably because of the green peppers. Yeah, I don't they know. can get a little burpy. Exactly. Pop, green peppers, and over-the-counter heartburn pills. Okay? okay. Number one, let's start with the heartburn pills. This person says, I walked up and down the med- meds aisle three times, and then I asked, where's the heartburn medication? The pharmacist said, last aisle, facing the cosmetics. I walked past the three aisles with pills, past the aisle with feminine products, And uh, there on the end aisle was the heartburn pills. Why were they there? Why were they by the cosmetics and not with all the other pills? Yeah, that's weird. And also they were out of the quantity that this person usually buys. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's if if we're talking about the place, I think then the quantity thing does not surprise me at all. Okay. So that's number one. Yes. Number two. Shall we move on to the pop? This person says, I went to the pop aisle at this big box retailer and uh, I it was filled with 12 packs of pop. So I said, where are the cases that are on sale? And an employee replied, oh, they're over in seasonal, which is halfway across the store. Why would that be? Yeah, well, and here's the thing. How would you know? (laughs) Exactly. To think that without asking someone in. And it's not to say that things aren't going to change because that seasonal space, again, if we're talking about the place I think we're talking about, that seasonal space always kind of has like lots of bulky items in between seasons. Like they'll just shove like bunch, you know, like like multi packs of cleaner and um, and stuff like that. So it makes sense. But you should at least have some of the stuff where right. it's in its 
native isle where it belongs with the other things that are just like it because that's like a that seems like a proper filing system right Mm -hmm. you know you don't put your bank statements in with your doctor records no okay last thing was what green peppers right this person says uh where are the green peppers and the produce person said oh we have those as part of the multicolor pepper pack oh but not singular. So you have to buy like a pack of four or something. Of all the colors yeah. in order to get the one yeah. color. I will tell you again, if we're talking about the place I think we're talking about, I've given up buying produce there because it is really much designed. I think grocery is like they're moving away from grocery in terms of having a robust grocery experience mm-hmm. and really just want to be like for, you know, the average family to pick up like a few things by in, if you've forgotten you know, so they're not going to necessarily have like amazing produce so that, you know, I totally get it. And it's just one more reason I don't buy my produce at that particular establishment. But oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. this person says three things I wanted and you failed on all three. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, you know, I was ready. I was ready. And we're not naming any names here, but I was ready <laughs> I we to all be know who you're talking about. But but yeah. we're not going to say it. I was ready to be open. Because change is hard sometimes, but I was going to be open to change. Well, so what I think, uh, you know, maybe some context, people don't under, uh, maybe don't realize that this particular store has been remodeled and that's what's caused a lot of these problems. Oh, yeah. So it's the remodeling. I think that it's not, it's not that there's anything wrong with the store per se. Two items before the remodel, it was the inability to stock items, Mm -hmm. which is just like basics. And I know there are excuses or reasons for why that's an issue. And that is like a long, that's been a long running issue with that particular retailer. Um, who we will not name, which I used to work for for many, many years. And I love uh, it's a brand that I love. And I was just there the other day. But add to that this remodel. So I was prepared to go. OK, so because then things got really bad during the remodel, like mm-hmm. they were open, which I get. They want to be open while they're remodeling. Mm-hmm. They should have just shut the dumb thing down for a week and figured it out and then reopen instead of making me, you know, climb over stuff for six months. Mm-hmm. And then I just stopped going, which right. I imagine, you know, no offense, but it's. It's a lot about habits. Mm-hmm. And when you, when, like, I am, I stopped going mm-hmm. during the room. I was like, okay, I'm just going to let them get, figure it mm-hmm. out, remodel the store, then I'll go back. I went back and then I was bugged by all of the remodeling stuff, yeah. like where they put things. There's like weird corners where you just sort of aren't sure. Like, there's these just random, um, shelving units that pop up in out of the middle of nowhere and you're it's not there's not aisles right right? it's almost like it's supposed to be a lot of little boutiques yes which when you're in a hurry or when your you know routine has been disrupted and change is always hard i get that Mm -hmm. i'm always willing to cut people some slack but you've now taken me out of the habit and the routine of going to see you on a regular basis and then when i come back you turn me off even more with the way you've set things up. Mm-hmm. So now I'm used to going to other places, other big box stores yeah, where you know where do. everything is. And now I feel like I used to spend tons of money in that particular establishment. And I haven't at this one because I'm just in the habit now of going to the other place and I would be willing to go back. And I do, you know, like I go there for my, you know, some things like pharmacy and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I just can't find anything ever in any case. I got a ton of emails the last time because I went in for a watch. I had to go to three different departments to look at the watches 
there were watches in three different yeah. areas. No, unacceptable. I'm over it. That's all. I really rant over. That's all. Um, we will now move forward with the show. Now that we've gotten All that right. off their chest, our chest, their chest, everybody's chest. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, as you may have heard this morning, Carol Channing has passed away at the age of 97. We are going to memorialize her in uh, in our very own way after this on My Talk 107. Well, Carol Channing passed away, we learned this morning, uh, and we wanted to share some of the gifts she gave to us in song on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, yeah, so, you yeah. brought some, some wonderful stuff to share. Yeah, no, I just thought uh, whenever somebody as talented as Carol Channing passes away, uh, one of the joys is sort of reliving through the magic of their lives um, and their craft and their talents. So I thought we could just, you know, uh, play some audio, talk about her life. I think a lot of people, you know, they know the name Carol Channing. Maybe they don't realize that she was actually still alive. Like, oh, she was still alive? Because she honestly um, had been on this planet since 1921. Mm -hmm. She was 97 years old. And uh, so a a lot of people, while they may have some sort of passing cultural uh, understanding of Carol Channing, maybe they don't know how incredibly talented she was. You know, for like a lot of people, I think unless you are obsessed with musical theater um, or you're gay, well, and I should say gay of a certain age, you know, you're like, I kind of know why we talk about Carol Channing, but maybe not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously for um, for those who do love Broadway and musical theater and movies, um, you'd be more familiar with the work. So I just thought, like, let's talk about some of the things that people might actually be familiar with or not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I and I know that this is out of order uh, for, of what we have, but whenever I hear the name Carol Channing, the voice I hear in my head is of her singing Hello, Dolly, because that is like my first exposure to Carol Channing is Carol Channing in Hello, Dolly. Yeah. And she went on to do Hello, Dolly in 1964. Um, she won the Tony for Best Actress in a Musical for that. But she got her start in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, which actually went on later to be a film uh, that she was not in. But mm-hmm. um, the musical itself, 19 like so 1949 is when she begins her Broadway musical career and um i think we we can listen to a little bit of gentlemen prefer blondes if you'd like to yes let's do it now that song probably sounds very familiar to people but it wasn't carol channing they probably heard that song mm-hmm. sing or heard singing that song right right it would be would it have been marilyn monroe yeah absolutely sang it? yeah marilyn monroe of course uh from the film version of gentlemen prefer blondes and that's the one where i think most of us were aware of that story but like a lot of great musicals it started on broadway much earlier and that went all the way back to 1949 yeah yeah and i had never heard her singing that song and so uh and nor did i actually realize that she had originated uh, or she had done that role on broadway or even, frankly, that that was a Broadway show. And, That's how little I knew. Well, and certainly that, um, you know, she played the character that uh, Marilyn Monroe went on to play and sort of solidified in people's brains that uh, version of that character in a way that, you know, they're like, oh, I didn't know that Carol Channing was the one who actually yeah. started that role. But yeah, but um, she was the one doing the thing long before anybody else. And that was 1949. So then we can go fast forward to 1964. To Hello, Dolly, obviously, again, why she won the Tony Award. Um, now, she did that role several times throughout her career. Most recently, I guess she played it as late as 1995. Oh, wow. Uh, she was nominated um, 
like I said, in 1964 and won the award that year. Let's have a little listen to her singing that iconic classic. Now, that had to be a later version, yeah. I'm assuming. But, um, yeah, you can hear the change in her voice. Like, it's lower. Hello, Dolly. Uh, Dolly, obviously a musical that, you know, many great actors and actresses have gone on to perform. But um, again, Hello, Dolly's the one that got her the Tony. She didn't get a Tony, but she got nominated for a bunch of awards later um, in the 60s with Thoroughly Modern Millie. And I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Uh, no, they did the stage show at my high school after I'd graduated. So I saw it there. Yeah. If you've never seen the, And of course, the stage show. And I feel like we talked about this at the time. Or not the stage show, uh, the film mm-hmm. version that starred none other than Mary Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, we talked about that a little bit when Mary Tyler Moore passed, because of course you'll remember that was such a uh, momentous passing for us in the Twin Cities because yes. we felt a special connection because of the TV show. But um, she was in, and I'm telling you, and I don't, Holly, have you seen uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie, the movie? Version. No, I haven't. And Julie Andrews is in this movie, too. Yeah, oh, wow. Julie Andrews. There's all sorts of amazing um, acting uh, and people that pop up in that particular film. But it's crazy and bizarre. But I think we have a little bit of audio. And I'm trying to remember. I think this is from the film uh, of uh, Carol Channing in Thoroughly Modern Millie. This would be 1967, I think, singing the title number. She's singing Jazz Baby. So here we go. So that was a little piece of uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Um, it, it's actually, the album is called Jazz Baby. Um, but she also did a number called Jazz Baby, I think, from the same musical. You can hear in that that quirky nature to her voice that um, was part of what made Carol Channing Carol Channing, right? Like, she was easy. Like, people liked to imitate her style of singing because it was so yeah, iconic. Everybody had yeah. Carol Channing. Like, growing up, yeah. everybody sort of knew the Carol Channing voice. Yeah, and you know what's so interesting about that is, you know, today... I don't know that Carol Channing would have the same kind of career that she had starting when she started and was able to span it over so many decades playing, you know, amazing character roles. I had seen and I was looking for the quote and I can't find it exactly. So I'm going to paraphrase it. I had seen uh, in one of the stories about her this morning, a story about her going to the theater for the first time. Uh, And she was uh, taken to the theater by her mother uh, for the first time to see a show. And she talked about it as being a transformative experience Mm. where she was watching people on the stage create art in front of her very eyes and that that moved her in such a way that she she actually said the words i wanted to kiss the floorboards of this hey it's mike and i'm so excited to tell you about factors delicious ready to eat meals we're all busy and with factor eating fresh never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are you'll have over 35 different options to choose from including calorie smart Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? 
not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Stage because she was so moved by what she was witnessing. Um, and, and she said uh, that the thing about being on stage is when you're on stage, all of your personal anxiety washes away and all of the, that your negative inner voice washes away. And she said, you know, everybody has a place. Mine was center stage. Mm-hmm. And it was such a beautiful um, way of explaining how truly she felt she belonged in that role, what she did, whatever she whatever role she was playing. But she knew that that was what her calling was in life yeah. was to be on the stage. Absolutely. Just a couple of other things. Holly, you um, came up with this little tidbit. Uh, and we don't have any audio for it, but I think it's a fascinating tidbit uh, as well. 1970. Do you remember what happened? Oh, yes. Carol Channing headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, my gosh. She was literally the first celebrity to perform at a halftime show yes. oh in my 1970. Gosh. How cool is that? She also ended I up on... I wish we could see that one again. On Nixon's yeah. enemies list in 1973. Oh. So she, she was doing something right. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is D-Bags. Ooh. We'll tell you who your celebrity D-Bags are after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. They do it so often. We've had to design an entire segment of the show devoted to them and we call them a very special name on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer that name is d-bags presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day oh my d-bag is not new and basically i'd love to make it all of nbc universal but that's probably not fair so instead i'm just going to take it out on nbc universal ceo uh, Steve Burke. Okay. The chief executive over at the NBC Universal. Why, you ask? Why? Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Because he's now taking some of the blame for uh, their attempt to make Megyn Kelly the face of a network. Now, all of this has to do with, you know, the news came out yesterday, I think, or in the last few days, that Megyn Kelly was going to get her $69 million after all. Okay. So she, you know, performed horribly. uh, By all accounts, drove ratings into a ditch on the network. uh, Was not served by anybody, really. I mean, I'm not saying she's the worst person in the world, but she, you know, she basically didn't do the job that she was hired to do. And then, kind of at the tail end of her service, dropped a few uncomfortable, well, I'm not even going to say uncomfortable because that's being kind, Mm -hmm. some really inappropriate language Mm -hmm. about um, the issue of race. So things that we know better, things that people should know better than to do um, in this day and age. And so she was rewarded with $69 million for that privilege. That in and of itself, that story alone is is D-bag worthy. Mm -hmm. We talked about it fine, but we've worked through that. Yeah. I mean, I my mind to just continue like do you ever have those moments where you're just like wait a minute what am I the only one who notices this and then and then you realize okay I guess that's just the world we're living in Mm -hmm. right now so I realize there are bigger and not better things to pay attention to. 
but it, I just stop and think to myself, $69 million, million dollars. that one person got for showing up and doing a mediocre job that I'm not saying she's not talented or worth making money, but for the love of God, do you realize how much money $69 million no, is? No, I can't wrap my head around mm-hmm. that. No, I try not to. You could ooh, run, yeah. you could run, I'm, I don't, I know anyway, what $69 is. Anyway. You you sit with that for five seconds and then you move on because you just your head's going to explode. Back to the story. So this particular um, uh, Steve Burke guy. The reason I made him my d bag is because the story sounds kind of positive or like oh they're owning it they're taking responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. But it's in the owning in the taking responsibility for it that I'm just like wow so many things are clear to me and the things that are clear to me are chief among them the word privilege. Let's just ponder this for a moment. So Burke, uh, the Steve Burke, he's the chief executive of NBC Universal. He took some time to blame, uh, or he says he took some of the blame for the network's failed attempt to make Megyn Kelly the face of a network. He talks to Variety and says, Megyn Kelly was a huge talent. She was at the wrong time of day. In hindsight, we probably shouldn't have done it. Okay. Now, stop. Step back. Okay. And realize that the guy that's running NBC Universal mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, she was a huge talent and we probably just put her at the wrong time of the day, but we did it. So $69 million. Yeah. Eh, we probably shouldn't have done it. That's a $69 million mistake. That's like Not- the time that I wrote a check for a Subway sandwich and it bounced. <laughs> that was an expensive sub. Yes. I was in college. Yeah. I was young. I didn't know better. But at Leave least then it made sense because you were <laughs> right. an idiot. Yes. Okay. This person is not an idiot or shouldn't be an idiot because I would hope that we live in a world and day by day I'm beginning to believe otherwise that we are smart enough to put the right people in positions of power in order to make decisions based on. I know you're, you can't even keep <laughs> yeah, a straight it's face. It's really difficult because it's so ludicrous. But honestly, again, most. The the chief executive, the guy at the top of the heap who's worked his life to get there and make those big decisions, she has a huge talent. You know, she was at the wrong time of day. In hindsight, we probably shouldn't have done that. Wow, that gives me great confidence in the work that NBC is doing. And I kind of feel like if it was a woman, if it was not a, a man named Steve Burke, I don't think they would be allowed to make those decisions. And better yet... I don't think they'd be able to make those mistakes and keep their job. Exactly. That's the thing. So if I lost Hubbard Broadcasting $69 million, if I lost them $69, I would be fired. Yeah. They'd be like, where's the $69? Well, you know, he was a great talent. Maybe it was just at the wrong time. And I know there are people out there like, they're going to be like, oh, it's so naive. You don't understand the power players and the movers and the shakers and they got all this money and they do the thing and that's nothing. That's just a drop in the bucket and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? You know, give me a million dollars and I will create a network that people actually want to listen to because if if it means you have to lose $69 on like something that any boob could have figured out because what did we all say the minute they hired Megan Kelly and plopped her in that slot? We all were like, nah, that's not going to work. And what are we qualified to do? Not much. Zippo. This. 
Yeah. Then that's saying a lot. <laughs> I could have made better decisions than Steve ever loving Burke. You know what really irks me about the whole thing, though, is that like in my life, if only I could be so successful as to screw up so much and still get $69 million. You fail up. You fail up. Also, before we move on, can I mention? Yeah. Megan Kelly, it she had a primetime show at one point yeah. in time. That was part of the deal. Right. And failed. Um, okay, so can I also just point out this factoid? Please. Do you know who is now beating uh, live with Kelly? And no, you thought I was going to say somebody's actually being beat, beaten. Do you know who's being beaten in the ratings? Or, uh, or I should say, who's beating uh, Kelly and that other Yahoo? Uh, who's beating Crystal. them in the What's ra- his name? Um, Kevin. What is it? Bob? Who is the guy? Ryan. Ryan, Ryan. Seacrest. Yeah, that's his name. You know who's beating uh, them? Who's beating them? The talk. No. I'm making stuff up. I don't know who. Hoda? Yeah, the yahoos that were left over after Meg. You know, they're like, hey, can you guys stay oh. for an extra hour? Mm-hmm. They're beating Kelly and Ryan. Yeah. Hi. So, like, your mistakes are better than your best yeah, work. And your Band-Aid is better than your... I mean, come on. Get your heads out of your you right? know Isn't what. that insane? Like, where uh, I I thought I had seen it here, but maybe I don't. I swear I just saw it that 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 third hour or whatever they call it with um, Hoda and Kathy Lee for not, now. No, no, it's the Craig Melvin, oh, Al Roker. Oh. Okay, yes, right. Yeah, see, I can't even keep track of what they've because it's Hoda, Kathy, and then it would have been that's Megan, the fourth right? hour. Right. And then it was Megan. Vice versa. I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is whatever boobs are doing the work that Megan was once doing are blowing things out of the water and beating the ratings over it. Um, You know, (sighs) Kelly and Ryan and Kelly and Ryan. That's like that's no small thing is my point. No, that was the top of the again. Like, wow. Great job, Steve Burke. I hope he's not listening because he's probably going to feel a little low. He's not listening. I want him to know. I'm sure he really cares what we have to say about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like to tell you my D-bag, Kanye West. Oh. Frequent flyer. Shocking. Did you guys talk about what he had to say about R. Kelly? Um, I don't think so. Okay, so you know Mm -hmm. that R. Kelly is finally getting some attention for being a a gross possible criminal, basically, and uh, holding underage girls as sex slaves among other things, yep. right? Because of this Lifetime docu-series, right? Well, Kanye West used his concert to explain why we shouldn't really be too worried about what R. Kelly is up to, basically. He's upset because they're going to make documentaries on R. Kelly, and then they're going to come up with the Michael Jackson documentary uh, some of this does not make total sense, but then uh, he basically said, but we can still enjoy their music all they want. Now, many people took that to mean that he was sort of condoning the behaviors of R. Kelly. Because he basically was saying, yeah. it's OK, you can do whatever you want. They're going to make videos about it regardless. But he's a genius. Listen to his music. Mm. I'm paraphrasing. Yep. Kim, of course, has jumped to his defense. She says, I'm Kim Kardashian said, I'm going to nip this in the bud right now. 
Kanye was speaking on his own experience of everyone quick to say they are canceling him because of differences in opinion and not being perfect. The analogies were in context to his own experiences, not defending anyone else. I want to make it very clear. He is not condoning anyone's actions or unacceptable, disgusting behavior. My husband's words are being taken out of context due to timing. Have you yeah, ever noticed husband... how Kim Kardashian always has to translate for Kanye for all also, of us? Also, yeah, when Kim Kardashian is the smartest voice in the room, you got to look around and find out why you're in that room. Mm-hmm. And and how you get out and where you, the door is. Yeah, where the escape <laughs> part of that room is. Right. <sighs> all right. That's all we have time for. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got to assemble the Cobra gang. First of all, I need you guys to enlighten me about what this egg is and why it's so popular. And then we've got to get to the bottom of that mystery. We'll crack that case. Just wait. There's a lot of puns coming. I'm sorry. I felt a little scrambled just then. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1. All right. We got to get the Cobra gang together on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, because we got to get to the bottom of this egg situation. Let's get that Cobra gang together. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra gang. Whoa. So, what the heck is this egg? Okay, so you were gone for the egg experience. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of eggy puns, sorry. Um, Everybody who's anybody knows about the egg, Colleen. Uh, it's this dumb egg on Instagram that is now the world record holder for the number of likes. 42,344,123 likes currently this egg has, which beat out uh, the original record holder on Insties of Kylie Jenner's 18 million likes. Wait, that, I don't understand. It's literally just an egg. It is a egg. Mm-hmm. Whose egg is it? Egg gang. Egg gang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else have they tw- tweeted? Nothing. Mm-mm. They have six point two million followers. One post, and the post is that of a simple farm fresh egg. I mean, we think it's a farm fresh egg. For all we know, it could be some sort of alien creature. I don't know, but anyway, it looks like a farm fresh egg. It's a brown speckled, or as Holly called it. What did you call it yesterday? Oh, we're going to revisit that? Yes, feckled. Yeah, feckled <laughs> is a thing, which sounds inappropriate. I don't feel like that's a thing. We found out no, on, we found out on uh, oh. Urban Dictionary, it's when you have moles on your weenus. Okay, well. <laughs> well so anyway. The egg is um, family friendly. It's mm-hmm. a family friendly egg. It's just okay. a plain old dumb egg. And it has, uh, what did I say? 42 million likes. Now. The reason we have the Cobra Gang here is because, and we got the Cobra Gang together yesterday for the first time, to try to understand where the heck did this egg come from? Right? And like, did you figure it out? No, but kind of not really at all. But we've got some questions anyway. We need to go back to the story. So again, just to set this up for you, some dumb account got 42 million likes, a world record. Far and away a world record. Blew out previous record by over 20 million likes. That means 20 million individual people and or people with accounts on Instagram went click. I would like the stop bag. Okay, so on its face, that sounds like a fascinating special interest story. You know, lifestyle tidbit that they throw in at the end of a newscast. In other news, an egg is an really egg popular. Is the most popular thing in the world. Popular, more popular, Holly, than 
uh, more popular than the highest rated network television show of 2018. That would have been Roseanne. More popular than Megyn Kelly. More popular than Megyn Kelly. Also, if every person in the continent of Australia liked the photo, it still wouldn't be enough. It's like almost double that at this point. And how did they do? They just were like, hey, like this egg. So on the face of it, sounds like a fascinating special interest or like a cute little offhanded story. But then you start to think about it. And that's what we do really well here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We take the absurd, the mundane, and we say to ourselves, but wait, why? But Where wait, did this, there's more. But wait, there's more. Where did this dumb egg come from? Well, then. Probably I, a chicken. <laughs> so then I see a New York Times article and I go, okay, oh. now we're talking. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Talking, the yeah. New York Times is on it. Real journalists I understand that this is important for people to understand. And the article says an egg, just a regular egg, is Instagram's most liked post ever. Okay, tell me more. So I get in, it's like, Bobby da blah, boo boo doo, it's an egg, Bobby blue. That's it. That's the egg. More than 35 million accounts have liked as of Monday when it was still gaining at a rapid pace. We don't yet know who posted the egg on January 4th. Why it was posted or why this attempt to set a record actually worked. Nor do we offer grand perspective on why this happened. Sometimes the while of the Internet just bends in particular ways. And in this case, it decided to land on an egg. Wait a minute. So the New York Times went to print with an article that basically said anything you'd like to know about the egg yeah, turns no, out the New York Times showed up and know. said, uh, you know, this egg is too enigmatic for us, <laughs> enigmatic for us. Mm. We're not even going to do our dumb job over here at the New York Times because we're so busy. No offense. They got a lot of other stories to tell. But like of all the people that could tell the story, the New York Times would be the one because somebody was OK, because you say again, it's just a dumb egg. They had a dumb idea. A bunch of people liked it. What's who? What, What's why are you deal? trying to make this more than yeah. it is? Colleen. How many times have you and I tried to go viral? A good bajillion. Yeah. I mean, we can't and, even count. And of the, the times that we've tried to go viral, you got to remember that we have an entire communication platform yes. at our fingertips. We've got an internet web, like a website with huge traffic. Yes. We work for a like one of the largest media companies in the market, yeah. if not the largest. Television stations, radio stations, internet media, digital sales, blah, blah, blah. We have stuff that we, we, got you don't, we don't of, even know what we have. We got a lot of ways to help mm-hmm. us go viral. Has it worked? Never. 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 You guys even made up a word. Thank you. Yeah, slap a doozy, bitches. <laughs> How'd that go? You can put it on a t-shirt. We did, and it still didn't go viral. Do you know how hard we've Yeah, but we've people come up to, to us viral? at the fair and say it, so that means that it works. works. But again, my point is, an uh, an account that we have no clue where it came from, nobody has done any digging to find out. There's an email address. I emailed these people. Yeah. I have not heard anything back. Well, I mean, can an egg type? That's an age-old question. 
Can an egg respond is to it your really email? An, I don't think that's an age-old question, um, actually. But <laughs> my point is, nobody knows where this came no. from. They have brilliantly opened up a store that says or that sells T-shirts. So clever on them for you know seizing the moment. No monetize. But we don't know this. if this is an individual. We don't know if this is a company. Uh-huh. Something tells me that there is far more to this story, and we are just but days, if not weeks, away from finding out. It's probably days from because the life of these things on the internet is not long, and the when shelf people start life. to, it's reached its best by date. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. Um, I now I'm trying to think of puns, and, and it's not working. <laughs> Look, so I'm it's looking fun. through. Who I was gonna the egg ask. follows. Well, I was gonna ask that, but also I was gonna ask who follows the egg. Because, Six point two million. No, people. I know how many people, but are they all people? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, could the egg have bought some and put bots to work? But but in service of what? I don't know. Just to be the most popular egg. Okay, but in service of what? What does that get you? I don't. That's why I'm saying more shall be revealed. I mean, I feel like this has got to be some sort of PR marketing stunt. But Holly, who does the egg follow? Well, interesting. The egg follows, you know, your celebrities like Katy Perry, Nick Jonas, blah, blah, blah. But one account that I find particularly interesting that the egg on Instagram follows. Well, that too. But also, out of all these big mega celebrities, international publications, why the heck? Does the egg follow Fox 5 San Diego? Oh. Out of all the things to well, follow. They also follow some gay thirst traps. So, <laughs> But why that account? That, to me, stands out among the rest. They do follow a lot of um, checkmarked people, which a blue checkmark on Instagram means you're verified. So those... I. Th- there's, there's something there. There's two possibilities. One is that they legitimately just started this, followed a bunch of... Uh, blue checkmark people and somehow convinced them to then retweet it and then it blew up. But Pierce Morgan, noted international celebrity, and then a local news station. There's something there. Oh, I know. I'm hatching a plot. I also, ah, but before you hatch that plot really quickly, I forgot to tell you when you first open the store, it's in pounds, British pounds. Huh. Before dollars are shown. Okay, so we got more like, to do. We're I not feel done. like it's a UK We're not experience. to the bottom of this. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to have a pity party. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.